This episode is brought to you by Pillar Performance. If you take your training seriously but have a busy life, sleep can be one of the main things that makes your life and training great or terrible. Taking Pillar's Triple Magnesium 30 to 60 minutes before bed every night means that your sleep quality will improve, recovery will improve, and you can wake up the next day ready to train, work, be a good partner, friend, or parent. Stop letting your poor sleep make you tired and grumpy. Head to Pillar Performance's website, get yourself some triple magnesium, and use the discount code HTT20 for 20% off your order. Radio. It is the Hayden Wild podcast, and we're back for week six. And we're joined by an ex junior world champion in 2017. Uh, he's a fourth place Commonwealth Games in 2018, but then came back strong last year uh, for a third place in the Commonwealth Games. And he's just fresh off the World Series in Montreal as his first ever World Triathlon Series first place. We are here with no other than the Australian legend himself, Mr. Matt Hauser. How are you, mate? Crikey, mate. That's a, that's a ripper intro. <laughs> hey, better, than, better, better, better intro than the ashes they had at the start, but they finished <laughs> off strong. <laughs> Definitely finished off strong, mate. No, I'm good, mate. Um, as I mentioned to you before, a bit of a bit of a shit travel on the way back from Montreal, but um, we're here now in Banyolas and um, getting stuck back into work, so... Um, now we're obviously on cloud nine as well after the win um so yeah it's uh it's good feelings no that's nice mate and we'll get we'll, we'll touch on that travel because i i heard that there's a there's a lot of people that had an absolute nightmare of traveling so we'll get back to that but how are you hamish good to have you back on the show again yeah bloody good mate i've got a nice cold corona in hand um once again no Jack, he's gone all Hollywood on us ever since he got the PTO commentary gigs, so we're flying solo once yeah, no, again. Right. But Two weeks. Uh, honestly, I don't think after the racing on the weekend he could have done this podcast and not so spoken about um, yeah. you know, long course the whole time, so it's probably a good thing that he's not here because we got uh, more important things to talk about, like <laughs> big old Matty Hauser. The probably, I'm going to say, I said to the first, as soon as he turned his camera on, probably the best looking man in triathlon. <laughs> Sorry, Vincent Lilly, but it's definitely Matt Hauser. Bloody oath, mate. <laughs> yeah, and I said I'd much rather run a 28.30 off the bike than, than be good looking. So, well, <laughs> why not do it both? Why not <laughs> oh, both? Exactly. You're not lost us for the Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is fantastic. No, no, it's cool to have you on board, mate. And um, I guess, yeah, we'll get straight straight into it, eh? Like, let's get to know Matt a little bit more. Um, you know, tell us your, your junior career. We obviously... I guess I came into the sport in 2016 and actually never really got to race you too much as a junior, but I know that a lot of my uh, contemporaries like Taylor Reed and, and Sam Ward and all the all the lads used to race you. So, um, yeah, I obviously met you probably a couple of years later down the road. Um, I heard some impression of you, Hayden. Was, uh, I think it was in 2017, maybe 2018, when we raced Mooloola Bar World Cup together. Oh, there was a bit of... There's a bit of chatter about some random Kiwi bloke on the start. <laughs> Never heard of before. And here I see this bloke, like two laps to go on probably the easiest bike course 
in World Triathlon um, go off the front, some chubby Kiwi, and I, <laughs> this bloke, and then about five hundred meters into the up. run, five hundred meters into the run, me and Rich catch up, and, <laughs> uh, and then you go out the ass, but you gave oh, it a good crash couple laps. I I got stitched up on that race. To be fair, if we just quickly touch on that, because like I got into a three man breakaway. I don't know who else it was with, but it was me, definitely Tyler Misachuk, and yeah. I know another guy. And they looked back and they kind of gave up, but then I had my head down, looked back, and then I was solo. I was like, oh, shit, here we go. <laughs> this was a this was a bit to happen. And then I think I had like 25 seconds, and on the last lap, you guys ripped it. It was like 10 seconds behind. And I was like, well, I'm pretty cooked. <laughs> Welcome I think I got 10th that day, nearly beat Tony Dodds, the uh, the, the veteran. That was 2018 because it was around Com game selection, I think, so uh, for Gold Coast. And then the very next year, mate, you're, you're bloody breaking away from WTCS. That's because they didn't know me, so they just let me go. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Who was this kid? That said the same thing. Yeah, tell you what. But yeah, take us back, man. Like, you you know, obviously you are uh, extremely talented through the, your junior world, world career, and then you Obviously, had some setbacks with um, a couple, obviously, crashes that you can talk about. But, yeah, take us back of your, your young career as an Australian triathlete um, wearing the, the big Queenstown on your on your chest. Yeah, that's it. Um, yeah, so I guess I got into the sport through, like, cross-country and um, track and field running. Um, I was a pretty, bit of a shit swimmer back in the day, so a lot of double swimming. No, no way. Yeah, yeah, believe it or not, mate. Believe it or not. <laughs> I don't believe that. I, I do not believe, believe that. that. Not that oh, he's talking, he's talking shit. So, I don't know. Um, no, nah, truth be told, but I was actually more interested in um, in AFL footy, um, for those out there, Aussie rules, um, and a bit of cricket as well. So, um, but unfortunately, I got a couple of concussions and a couple of head knocks and decided that, um, that you know, that wasn't the sport for me and I was too skinny as well. But then I ended up having more injuries and crashes in triathlon than I probably would have been football. So, there you go, the catch twenty two. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and then the footy pitch. Should have, yeah, should have, should have kicked straight. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and then I basically just went through the system. Um, back then, we had a national talent academy called the NTA, and like you, you basically do like a thousand meter time trial on the swim and a five k time trial on the um, on the track for running. Um, and then if you get like, I think it's like ninety percent of the world standard times at that. At that point in time, um, you get selected in this academy and you get a free bike from Giant, which is really cool. So um, got that, and then I was kind of funneled through the system. Um, 2015 was my first Junior World Champs, which I got fifth in. It was a duathlon, um, unfortunately, so that kind of sucked. But uh, <laughs> nonetheless, good experience. Came back the next year, thought I was going to win it, and got 45th Oof. in Cozumel. So a um, bit of an eye-opener. Um, definitely taught me to not take anything for granted and not to be complacent as well. And then came back the very next year and won uh, in Rotterdam in 2017. So to this day, it's probably the most like focused and motivated I've been for a race. Um, was at World Champs back in 2017. Just the fact that I'd, I'd had a shit show um, the year before. And actually the, the cohort of juniors that went for, for TA the year before was um, the worst on record um, for Cozumel. So shout out to Kai Wild and um, Liam, my coach, for, for yeah, boys. that showing. Um, our adversity, <laughs> it makes us stronger. So um, so that was that. And then, um, yeah, as you mentioned, 2018 Com Games, was lucky enough to, to be 
basically where I've been living for the past two years um, on the Gold Coast, which was such an unreal experience. Um, it was quite an awesome build up with uh, a lot of media commitments and because um, I was a local boy um, on the ground, it was it was quite full on, you know, a month leading into the games. But basically opened myself up to the experience, the, you know, the village, you know, meeting everyone, meeting new people, making new friends and um, kind of took the pressure away from it and, yeah, managed to get fourth and then won the relay, thankfully, which was great. Yeah, I still remember a moment between Johnny Brownlee and I when we were lining up for the, for the second leg of the relay. And um, we'd had quite a considerable lead over the other teams and it was just, yeah, Oz and GB out the front and then he just like leans over to a young scrawny kid and goes, hey, mate, let's work together on this. So I was like, oh, okay. And then I outsprinted him for the uh for the tag for third. So that was that was I'll oh, take it. Yeah, I'll take it. And then yeah, unfortunately after that I uh I had a pretty bad bike crash. Um, I was just riding on the Gold Coast, just a regulation ninety minute cruise ride. Um I was descending a hill on the coast and um a car door opened up on me. Um, so I went oh, one of those frameless doors as well. So, um, I actually went straight through the, through the car door window and, um, and unfortunately Kai Wild, um, I mentioned him before he, he was also caught up in the crash. So we had a pretty rough six months following that. And then after that, it was all about trying to get back on track and then, yeah, flash back to, or flash forward to, to now and, um, I'm in a good place and, um, yeah doing uh doing the best i can to to rep for oz as uh someone that has never been in a serious bike crash you both have had your fair share i think you both have probably had your worst in australia um oh, by yeah. the sounds of that because hayden had a gnarly one over there with his girlfriend as well but yeah. how, how do you bounce how do you bounce back like get on the bike because you know like someone that i look at quite often um not a male athlete but like sandra brogram she seems to be quite tentative on the bike after having like a couple of falls and whatnot like how do you get that confidence back to get going hard again? Yeah, it's a tough one, right? Like obviously your, your confidence and everything is like quite quite shot after coming yeah. down. Um, and it's hard to think about. You get back on the bike and all you think about is don't crash, don't crash, don't crash. Yeah, yeah. Like it's not a it's not a good feeling, right? Like it's you're in a negative yeah. mindset from mindset from the get go. So, but yeah, I guess you just got to take it bit by bit. You got to remember, you know, why you're doing it and. Um, funny you say that actually like my first ride back after what was it three or four months off the bike uh, another car door almost opened up on me again like, around the same place so it's just like, the irony of it just get avoid that place like the plague yeah <laughs> right that's why we get up at 5am and ride early on the Gold Coast oh yeah I, I remember <laughs> training there like pre-Olympic in Tokyo and I was with Brad B and he's like oh you go for a ride eh? and I'm like yeah it sounds good he's like 5am eh? I'm like what? He's like, yeah, 5 a.m. I'm like, you're kidding, right? He's like, yeah, no, we'll, we'll go up the back, go up through the uh, the coast up in the hills and uh, we'll finish about seven. And I'm like, oh, rightio. And then I was like trying to like, because I think you've got, some, you obviously got some pretty good like marathoners and, and 510K guys there. And I was like trying to like link up with them. And like, yeah, you know, we'll start our run sessions about five. And I'm like, p.m., yeah. And he's like, no, nah, a.m. I'm like, Run sessions, like fewer run sessions at 5 a.m. You're kidding, right? Yeah, well, you know, it's a little bit cooler and we, we'll go to work at eight, but, you know, five's good. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Brad, Brad B is ridiculous. We used to like, he'd always used to do like the back, backside of Springers, like 10 humps and backside of Springers. So I'm probably guessing yeah. that's what you guys did. Yeah, uh, the odd 100K. Yeah. 
Yeah. So he'd be like probably 60K through his ride at that stage. And we'd just be like 10, 15K just starting. And we'd be going up the front side of Springbrook and he'd be like descending back down at like 6am. And we're like, what? <laughs> What's this guy doing? Like this guy must have a spare second in his day. He's got a owl out of every, every single moment. <laughs> and he doesn't have coffee either, but he's just like wired. Absolutely nah. wired. He's crazy. Love that stuff. But yeah, like I guess touching on that um touching on like the crashing as well like i guess i've never had a crash where i've been taken out by like a car or something so i know i think the feeling is so different because the crashes that i've had have either been like on pre pre-course where there's asian super league so when I, that was when i busted my cheek open and had like 12 stitches but it was for me it was just getting got back on that course and just hitting that corner hard again and then you're like oh okay it's like not too bad um but the other one was obviously when this this young australian decided to walk out on the on the road and we just went head over heels i nearly flew into a car but i was i was pretty close but um yeah it's definitely i think for me personally it's just getting back on the bike and and just yeah it definitely takes a little bit uh, for me personally you just like you just wake up one day get on the bike and it's like you don't feel that sense of kind of fear anymore you just mm. you just get on with it yeah. i think after a while and it takes time yeah, fair just like takes momentum so yeah, that's why it's just to sink your teeth in and just get get on with it, eh? Like you know? yeah, <laughs> just rip into it, start kicking yeah. goals, get into it. Well, well, talking about ripping into it and sinking your teeth in it, mate. We've got to talk about Montreal. Um, it was one that I decided to to miss out on just because of travel, and also I did at one point thought it was meant to be the triple super sprint thingy, but jiggity. Um, but it was not, it was a sprint distance. Um, and you, well, it was a great watch to be honest, because not like the, um, Australian uh, cricket team, you led from the front of the swim. You had a great gap. You pushed hard on the bike, um, and came back together, but you just looked, you looked bloody good on that run. And personally, I was asking questions of the guys that were around you. I was like, I'd be attacking Matty right now because I don't want this fella anywhere close to me in the last 1,500 metres. Like, why are these guys sitting <laughs> on this man? Like, just attack him. <laughs> and then you attacked and, yeah, you just obliterated that whole group and it was it was a bloody good watch, mates. So first off, congratulations. Um, I feel like that one's been, been, been there and been, yeah, I, I feel like you've been just like trying to get that one for so long and, and now you've got it and now it's kind of scaring me a little bit. It was like, for me, like you get that first taste of the World Series win and then you kind of know how to win now. So now I'm kind of scared about it. <laughs> hey, gates are open now, baby. Floodgates. <laughs> Watch out. So yeah, t- tell us about it, man. Like, tell us about the race, how it went for you and, and um, yeah, how, how your kind of race plan went to, I, I saw personally to absolute perfection, really. Yeah, thanks, mate. Yeah, obviously it, it helped you and Alex not being there in a few of the Frenchies, but um, you know, <laughs> still take the dub. <laughs> I would love to race you boys, um, but you know, it is what it is. We'll uh, we'll go again in, in Hamburg, but yeah, Montreal. It was yeah, it was a good one. Um, it was an interesting one because obviously there was a few top guys missing. Um, there was a bit of an unknown, and I think that that what that's what made the run so tactical at the end. Um, yeah, yeah, it was. So yeah, basically, yeah, let out the. The swim had a good start. Um, Kenji and Tyler Misselchuk actually lined up next to me. And they're like, <laughs> I saw that. Kenji had a blinder. I was like to Sam Tanner, because Sam's been with me. I was running to mate. I was like, watch Matt on the right. Watch him go out. And yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. 
Kenji's on the feet. This is a great breakaway. <laughs> yeah, well, they're, like, they're whispering me and nudging. nudging <laughs> they're like, they're like, Matt, take us to the promised land. <laughs> and I'm like, I got you, boys. I got you. Oh, that's unreal. So that was good, but yeah, luckily enough, my ranking was high enough that I had a bit of clear space at the start, and um, yeah, pushed on and. Weddy swim, obviously, and, and running up that hill, as you know, that 400 meter dash transition is never pre. So, um, so yeah, try to hustle through that. And side of the bike was all right. I was at the, I was at the front, um, Kenji and, and Johnny and that were, were pushing quite hard and Martin as well. Good to see him in back to form. But yeah. yeah, as soon as it started getting a little bit rain, a little bit of rain, like the tiniest few droplets on the course, it just got so slippery. Like, yeah, I reckon there was a, there was a corner where I didn't like draw an s with my back wheel um it was uh yeah it was quite quite bad it's funny my my bike mechanic just before the race i was like yeah put it put my tires like 65 and 70 at the back he's like well here are you sure and i'm like yeah mate i'm 80 kilos like i'll i'll deflate the tires just sitting on the bike <laughs> <laughs> so and um nah little yeah little did i know that it was gonna start spitting and um got really slippery and i think that's that's what opened up the door. Um, also, a few crashes as well in the pack. That's what opened up the yeah. door. Yeah. The second and third pack. Um, because watching the race back, I think we had a, a bit of a decent gap. Like, Blumenfeld was like 35 seconds in the rear. Yeah. Mm. Out of the swing. So, um, we had a good opportunity. It's, it's just that, yeah, I guess obviously when things get, get a bit dangerous, people get a bit hesitant um, to push the pace. And I certainly was that. But yeah, managed to get through the, through the bike right and... Um, yeah, Paul Vasco slipped over, so that was that was bad for him. He definitely would have been up there um, if it had come come down to a run for him. And yeah, we started the start of the run. I took up the pace about halfway through lap one because um, Nolan was really doing doing much, and I, I put in a little surge and kind of whittled the group down to about ten or so. And then everyone was just like sitting in, like I just looked behind, and Nolan was mm. willing to do anything. So I was like the elbow at the at the halfway mark and see if anyone would go through and um Blumenfeld had a little bit of a stint at the front he looked uh he looked a bit comfortable the big the big man but um <laughs> but, but to, to be fair like yeah it's same it's kind of it was Sam's first race watching and he's like Christian's been been sprinting since since K0 <laughs> oh yeah mate what, he, he's gonna be sprinting for 4.99 kilometers until he gets yeah. to the end mate yeah. <laughs> He always looks like that, mate. Whether he's going going through eight base or two, I love it. I love yeah. it. No, it's good to see the big man up there. Um, yeah, definitely. But yeah, um, then I was kind of a bit wary. I was like, well, no one's going, so like, I've it's either me or someone else that that goes. And um, I just I decided like sooner rather than later. Um, probably about only about a hundred meters before the turn, I was like, I've got to go now, and um, and test everyone's legs out. And thankfully, it was uh, it was enough of a, a spike. Um, of speed to to drop everyone and uh, yeah, end up winning by about ten seconds or so, which is which is right in the end. But um, yeah, just happy to get the win, I guess. Yeah, as you said, I've been knocking on the door for a little while, and Yokohama this this um, previous couple of months was um, yeah a good confidence boost, knowing that you know last year it wasn't just a one off, and um, I can still still push it with the top guys. So um, yeah, it was uh, obviously a good win. Yeah, because I know that. Obviously in Yokohama you had an, like an unreal performance. So if no one watched Yokohama, essentially the uh, it was yeah uh, Vesco, Leo, Dorian, Maddie, 
and um, it was it was actually a super interesting race to watch in that group because you guys reeled back Leo, who was with me in the front, and then I think Dorian just kept like surging, but you were just like mm. you weren't too worried, you know, you were just like on your paces, and in that last K, you just like lit it up. And those boys had no chance. It was it was actually like a it was actually really cool, like tactically to watch that of how you executed that. And I think that's how you kind of went through Montreal. You just kind of stuck to your paces and you kinda of knew when to go. And you kind of attacked it. But I guess like post Montreal yeah, I know that you were meant to be on the start line for the Oceanian um championships. Um but obviously yeah, you, you pulled out last second. Was that uh, a bit of sickness there post? Because I know that a lot of people do get a bit sick after Yokohama. Uh, or are you just kind of thinking about the, like the big picture and and aiming for uh, Montreal and 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 you know Paris Test event and all the other races coming in Europe? Drinking too many beers, I reckon. <laughs> too many beers. Too much karaoke, mate. Asahi. Good Asahi in Yokohama. Oh, I love Asahi. It's my favorite beer, probably. Um, <laughs> funny, funny story about that. The uh, the Japanese triathlon media were um, were interviewing me at Montreal. And they were kind of doing like a big hoo-ha about like Kenji and I, how we're supposedly best mates. But well, I love you, Kenji. Um, but yeah, they were like, oh, you know, say good day to your, to your Japanese followers and friends. Like, um, you know, do you like Japanese food? What's your favorite type of food? And I was like, oh, you know, like miso soup, um, ramen. I love asahis. Um, I also love kimchi as well. And they're like, kimchi's green. And I'm like... Oh shit! Oh, <laughs> oh damn! I just lost like oh. fucking thousands of all fans. credibility gone. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. it's actually like it's actually real cool. So like the Japanese Federation, they actually to every single World Series they bring like a video crew. So they have this one dude who's always on the camera who's been there for like five years, and then one like lady that talks to you. She's been there like all the years, and they like just come up to like the athletes and just like do you have anything to say to your Japanese fans so they've got this not a Samsung kind of video camera every race they're like oh can we do you have anything to say to your Japanese fans I was like um yep like you asked me last week but yep everything's good <laughs> <laughs> I say <need> now. <laughs> <laughs> okay so I'm gonna make a big claim but it's honestly something I truly believe Win Republic make the best tri suits in triathlon and there is not a close second. Their suits are known for being the best looking suits on race courses, and that's probably the main reason why they've become the most worn tri suit at pretty much every long course triathlon race I go to. But the thing I like to focus on isn't how good they look, it's how bloody comfortable they are. I've personally worn so many tri suits that just feel tight and uncomfy, and I never feel great in. I always like almost feel borderline self-conscious in them because they just don't feel like they fit me right. Win Republic suits were the first suit that I put on and I didn't feel that. And to be honest, that's the main reason why I wear them. It's not that they look amazing, which they do. And it's it's not even that they're like fast and aerodynamic, which is something Luke, the founder, really focuses on and, and he's passionate about. And, and they are that. They're fast aerodynamic race suits, which you need if you're going to be spending good money on a triathlon suit. And every good triathlon suit costs a good amount of money. But... 
to me, that's sort of a non-negotiable and an obvious. Like, yeah, of course, they're they're a brand who spend a lot of time and and money and in, invest on like the research side of things. So I know that they're going to be fast and aerodynamic. I know that Beth's going to make sure they look awesome, which they do, and they're constantly like making new suits that that you know doing new drops and like I'm always looking at them and like oh now I just need to get that new suit because that looks better than my old one. But the thing that doesn't get talked about enough is how comfy they are. They are they are so much comfy comfier than the probably. 15 other suits I've tried in my time and I think particularly when you wear like long sleeved modern triathlon suits I've had so many uncomfortable versions but but winds were the first ones that I put on I think like four years ago maybe it was like three and a half years ago and so now for the last three to four years it's the only suit I've worn I've got like four suits now that I have on rotation I'm constantly wanting to buy new ones I just love them and I can't say enough good things about them. So seriously, um, you've got to jump over on Win, onto Win Republic's website and check them out for yourself. Look at them. They've got so many great options there. They also have heaps of awesome cycling and running kit for you to look through. I, I wear the cycling kit every single day that I train and, you know, it's the same thing. They're comfy. They fit perfectly. They look amazing. If you do jump over to Win Republic's website to check it out for yourself, if you're in the market for a new triathlon suit or some cycling kit, make sure you use the discount code TTH15 for 15% off your order. Um, you get 15% off your whole order and it supports the show. So, yeah, get a new tri suit, get some new cycling kit. It's amazing stuff. You'll wear it and you'll 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 speak about it exactly the same way I do. And um, yeah, and grab that 15% off using the discount code TTH15. But yeah, anyway, back to um. Uh, yeah, back to Port Douglas, Oceania Champs. Uh, I was a little bit sick after, what was it, Abu Dhabi. Um, so that's probably affected my pacing a little bit in Yokohama. I really wanted to to make sure I, I wasn't too um, going out too hard and in the red zone um, so I could have enough in the end, which I did successfully. But I, I think I then picked up something else or it was like a little bit of leftovers from that sickness. Um, and I, I probably could have raced or Douglas, um, but yeah, I just thought that obviously there was bigger fish to fry and the week of the race, I was like with the team up in Cairns, just already thinking towards Montreal and more motivated about Montreal and excited about the fact of racing WTCS. So, um, and in the end it was, it was great to see, you know, my compatriot and my training partner, um, big Brad Bradley course, um, get the win as well. Um, it's a funny thing. He, if he lined up in Montreal because for those that don't know, um, continental championship races also count towards, like the points count towards the WTCS. Like and overall, big points too. Yeah, good points, like 500 points um, yeah. so for the win. Um, so yeah, Brad being an 18, 19 year old, if he lined up in Montreal, he would have been ranked like 16th or something like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so interesting to, you know, a little fun fun little fact there, but yeah, no, he's, he's on the rise and He's actually doing the um doing the junior worlds and under twenty three worlds double um this year. So watch out. No, it's nice. like he's gonna be a weapon, man. Um he well, came to a couple of races that I emceed in New Zealand. Um he did Topo and did he Wanaka. come down south? Yeah, he did do Wanaka, right? And he just oh, he looked a million bucks, especially in the uh in the race in Topo. He just absolutely cleaned the field and I was like, shit, he is someone to look out for in a wee while. Mate, try How training him fucking every day. It's uh, <laughs> it's hard to get the confidence up when you got this nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> How old is he? Is he nineteen? 
Yeah, I think 19, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, sweet. No, that means uh, yeah, we've got a few. He's he's yeah. a couple of years younger than us, so we'll, we'll be out of the, hopefully we'll be out of the sport before he gets uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, to age. So. <laughs> what was the reason? Because I saw originally when I got the starting lineup for New Plymouth, um, you were meant to be there, but you never ended up coming over. I was hoping to see for the first race of the season, you and Hayden throwing it down at the front. I know, yeah, same thing with Abu Dhabi. Like, I just, I literally had three weeks of very limited training. Um, and I yep. really wanted to come to New Plymouth because there was a 10 week gap in between both WTCS races. So I was like, well, I've got to put my hand up and, you know, get to racing because it's the best form of training at the end of the day. Um, and yeah, yep. I obviously knew that eight was competing and um, it's going to be a pretty decent field. And I've heard a lot about New Plymouth and it's a nice little sleepy surf town. So I really wanted to go and experience that. But, yeah, unfortunately, I couldn't couldn't come over. I had to make the decision because of health reasons. But um, I wasn't yeah. just being a scared pussy. Like, I got the certificate if you need it. To but, be fair, like New Plymouth is pretty scary. Like, yeah, it's if you if you weren't if you weren't feeling safe, it was better to stay home. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> no, what's alarm? <laughs> but um, let's yeah, let's have a yarn about um, a bit of Super League. So I guess when it first actually originally came around, you know, we talked about. And about with Richard, you were actually at, in Hamilton Island um, as a young bloke. So uh, back in the day, and I think they still do it now. Oh, not, not anymore because we've got team colours. But back in the day in Super League, you'd wear white for like a young young athlete. So like under under 23, under 20 or something. And um, well, you'd, you'd have probably been what, like 18? 18-ish? Freshly eight. I remember yeah. going to the... Yeah, tell us, tell us, I guess, about yeah your Super League career. But you know, like yeah, you started when it first started up, and then obviously you had a couple of years out from your car crash, um, and then you kind of came back in Singapore in 2018, 19. Yeah, I think it was 19, 2019, Yeah, and then uh, um, yeah, obviously last year with a big season as well, and the year before. So yeah, tell us a little bit about how you how you kind of like Super League because I feel like it just like it suits you so well. Yeah, I mean, it's, I reckon it's my favorite form of racing I've ever done, just purely because of the fun we have with it. You know, like it's, yeah. um, you know, World Triathlon is great, and it, um, it's definitely, you know, the pinnacle of our sport because everyone has an opportunity to race. But um, Super League, you know, everyone's kind of thrust in there from all different cultures and backgrounds and teams and stuff like that, um, and it's just one big, big family. Um, and it's, you know, people call it the traveling circus. You know, the cliche term, but. Um, it is, it is a whole bunch of fun. Um, and you get to race your mates in the, at the same time. Um, yeah, I remember being, um, I think I was 17 at the time and I was on the train, um, to go to a race in WA. I think it was the Oceania champs, junior Oceania champs. And my coach and I just like read a news article about how Chris McCormack was starting this league up and then it's going to call super league, going to be called super league, best triathletes in the world going to be in Hamilton Island, um, hundred grand prize purse for the win, um, which was, uh, yeah. a short yes, course please. at that time. Yeah. There's 500,000 dollars. Yeah. <laughs> Show me the money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I just remember saying to Dan Atkins, my coach, I was like, mate, how fucking epic would it be to race that? Like, it would be so cool. The next day, Chris McCormack, he DMs me on Facebook messenger and it's like in my message request. And I go like, what the hell? And it's this big paragraph, like with a spiel going like, 
know, starting up a race series, like really want you to be um, an under 23, sorry, under 20 um, junior in the race series. I want to, you know, make sure the Aussies are, are well represented. And I'm like, sign me up, mate, sign me up. Like, <laughs> as <a tape. laughs> I was like, cancel everything guys we're going to Hamilton Island um, <laughs> so, book my flight baby we're going yeah and I remember like just being 18 at the time and we had like a I think it was like like a precursor to the to the race so I think it was like a Thursday night drinks and um and like dinner so Super League was a little bit more relaxed back then and I remember sitting down um with Richard Murray like having a beer and I'm like, I go off for the second and he's like, oh, two beers, mate. What a legend. <laughs> I'm just like, I don't, I don't care that I'm racing tomorrow, mate. Like, I'm I'm enjoying this, like, for all I can. <laughs> like, this is great. Um, And then, yeah, race. Um, Dan Hoy was actually in the Kiwi. He was oh, actually yeah. The other under 20, um, yeah, junior racing. So um, it was cool experience to, to deal with him as well. Yeah, a few moments in that, that kind of, uh, race. I remember. I remember Ali wasn't the fittest then. Um, I think he was still <laughs> hungover from um, from Rio. So he, uh, <laughs> he was just um, taking the appearance money and and you know showing his face and and doing doing all the good things that he does. But I remember like tapping him on the ass as I passed him, like in one of the events. <laughs> I was like, I was touch shit. Let him weep. <laughs> Ellie's like, who's this prick? Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> Hilarious. I thought I was the funniest bloke. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then from then on, I've just, yeah, been putting my hand up for every Super League since. Um, and yeah, I really accredit it to, to, my, to my rise in the sport. Um, you know, being that, you know, 18-year-old kid um, jumping on the star line with a few of my idols, like, it really made me develop, like, at a, at a fast rate as well um, and exposed me in... To the point where like junior worlds the next year was junior worlds that year was like easy in comparison because you know i'd already stepped up and, and jumped into the deep end so um yeah thanks thanks to macro for giving me that, me that opportunity initially and um you know ultimately helping shape my career um because we're still doing it to this day and we had a great battle last year mate um oh yeah we go again this year probably be in different i'll yeah. be in different colors this year though we <laughs> the old wink 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 nudge nudge. Come on, man! Like I do yeah. fear. Want to be in the sharks, but I'll probably There's get some fired. bullshit. <laughs> oh. <laughs> sell out, mate. That's a sell out. <laughs> I actually got on actually in in, in Montreal. Oh, not Montreal in Madrid at the European Championships. Uh, Michelle, Dylan, and um, and the crew were actually there for the age group European Championships. So Michelle Dylan is essentially the manager. Uh, for the for the Sharks team in Super League, and uh, we sat down and we had a talk. She's like, "It's gonna be hard to um, get you back in the team, isn't it?" I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> like, so do you think I can do some sort of deal with another team? Or like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be tough. I agree. <laughs> so, dude, is it? Are you like the equivalent of three people? Do I get three new people, or what's the go? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm hoping Timmy D doesn't sub me out like he subbed out Taylor Spivey last year because that wasn't the <laughs> yeah. huge call. Hey, Taylor Spivey's stocks are up, mate. They're, they're rising. They're on the rise. So mm -hmm. Yeah, especially a bad bitch playlist. That's it. <laughs> yeah. A lot of Cardi I B. I love that. Oh, that bad bitch playlist. I love how we spoke about that with her and, and then it got released on her Instagram a week later. I'm just going to go into... 
um, Spotify and actually see and search up Taylor Spivey and exactly. I'm going to see how many people have downloaded her playlist <laughs> since it was announced. 104 saves for the Bad Bitch playlist. Okay. That's okay. not bad. <laughs> so, Matty, I want to keep talking about Super League um, because it's it, you and Hayden have had, I reckon, a very similar rise. And I also have a fucking phenomenal question coming up very shortly. Um, but you guys obviously had such a mean series just being, um, it started off what, in London, you hated and Alex racing hard. It kind of worked out in your favor a wee bit on the swim. And then this prick that's in the conversation with us, he's, he, I, I still don't know how, but he sat on your hip the whole time. We I don't know how like, Get off of me. <laughs> Get off of me. Why? So How's he staying with me? Yeah, it was really annoying. You're sitting on my hip. I really should have <laughs> really should have given you like a good 10 meters and swung way out wide just to kind of diffuse that situation. I, 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 I thought we were a French Grand Prix. You know, we're on the same team as Leah Vine yeah. and I thought it was just team tactics. Just taking you to the promised land. We're going to the promised land. Take you to the promised land. Take me there. <laughs> nah, but yeah, that was a really... Really bad tactical move on on my behalf. I think I was just a bit tired from making up the thirty second de- deficit I had from the penalty. But uh, yeah, geez, <laughs> yeah, geez, but, Jamie uh, Riddle. It was uh, yeah, bloody Jamie. Anyway, um, <laughs> but yeah, no, oh, was so yeah, you the... were spewing. That's right. Yeah, fucking oath. He was actually <laughs> waiting for me coming out of transition because I was the last down on the first round. Just <laughs> <laughs> one of the, the hottest wheel in triathlon to sit on, mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit so anyway the uh super league progresses and then i guess it's all kind of starting to come down to business and then obviously you and georgia taylor brown had a really good conversation let's fucking crash on the same um corner and blow the championship what, what was that conversation like with her <laughs> that was yeah malibu yeah well let's let's do we have to talk about that <laughs> hey, you, you remind you reminded me of my coach's um dog doug when he's like on fire which you were on fire that day you just had the wind in your hair you had your ears pinned back and you weren't looking back no. at all <laughs> no. instead i was looking Balls down to the, wall. To the pavement <laughs> but yeah i was actually when when gtb crashed um i should have been taking more attention um paying more attention because i was just like in the zone um yeah on my on my trainer i wasn't even watching the race um so i was just focused on warming up and i heard she came down but a few of the other girls came down on the u-turn just out of transition as well so i thought that was like maybe something similar happened um yeah and would have been nice for timmy d to to let me know that it was a corner but (laughs) maybe he did i was just too too hard in the zone um (laughs) Yeah, obviously being a surf swimmer, like I was really keen to give Malibu a good rip, and um, yeah, I probably just got a little bit too excited for my own good. Like I had a gap after out sprinting Taylor Reid legally um, for the for the. <laughs> there was no <laughs> AFL uh, charge there. Yeah, at all. there was this <laughs> AFL coming back. In. That's <laughs> fair. No concussions were had. All good. Yeah. <laughs> Again, it's it's funny. Um, I was sitting in the medal and like feeling. Like karma had just struck me, um, and Taylor's like walking out um, to go for the second round because it was the uh, an eliminate eliminator. So it was like rounds one, two, and three, um, and people get eliminated each round. I obviously got eliminated after the first round, um, unfortunately. But 
Taylor was walking out to the surf start line. Um, and I was just like, good luck, mate. And then he told me like just recently, I didn't hear him at the time, but he's like said under his breath, like, fuck you. Like, <laughs> and I was just going, oh no, he hates me. And oh, dude, same thing. So like I, I raced Taylor ages are and Rotorua. <laughs> Like love love the bloke, but um we were like it was the last eight hundred meters of the run. It was like an off road trail, and it was like this kind of around the blue lake. So around the blue lake, it's off road, and it was a bit of gravel. And literally, like the second I attacked, we came around a corner, and he he tripped over. But it kind of looked like I attacked him when he sl- when he already tripped over, and I crossed the line. Man was not happy. That's so you, mate. <laughs> Honestly, that is so you. <laughs> <laughs> takes out Alex, takes out Johnny. He's a good man of hey, taking I didn't take people him out. out. No, I did take him out. The ground took him out. You love taking out your own teammates, <laughs> Dylan and Ayler and. Oh, there it is. <laughs> Seth's the next guy on the shopping block. Nah, Seth's yep. a great bloke. <laughs> okay, now I'll, I just want to um, like finish this up when I said I have, a, I have a ripping next question. So, so Super League finishes. Um, you know, Hayden takes out the Super League series and then Hayden's also like he's balls deep. He's well and truly in the hunt when it comes to um, winning the world title in Abu Dhabi. And <laughs> you have to sit here and say right now that Matt Hauser is the reason why <laughs> Leah Vigier is a current world champion. You must have run past him. You should have given him that little last tap on the way through, like you do with Alistair when you're 18 years old and said, see you later, pal, maybe next oh, year. Mate, I remember that so well. I I was just, my soul was gone and Matt ran past <laughs> and like under my breath, I was like, no. <laughs> no I'll tell you what you said. You said, I'm, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, no. Like, no. I fucking know. I, I was like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I like, hearing that and that was just like, Fuck yeah, I got, I got him. <laughs> I got him back. I got him back. Fuck oh. you, Hayden. That was so, <laughs> so good. Nah, it wasn't anything cool. personal, I swear. And I did get a lot of DMs from the French fans afterwards saying, yeah, thanks fair. for the, uh, <laughs> gifting the, uh, for the world champions. Not gifting. Leo Leo killed it. He deserved it. But Yeah, no, 100%. I was just trying to take as many scalps as possible. It wasn't anything personal, so... Um, <laughs> Fortunately, yours are on the top of the block, mate, but <laughs> you've taken your house before. Your head was there. I took it. It's, it's rough at the oh, top, right. mate. Tell you what. Tell yeah. you what. Yes, I'm in. No, that was like, it was, a, it was a savage race, that one. Like, um, yeah, obviously testing positive for COVID that day, but it was like, it was all over the show. Like, it was the first time the breakaway, you know, stayed away. Um, mm. The French pretty much showed their card for the Paris Olympics, which was great for us. and uh but no it was like alex and i we were kind of looking at each other but we knew we had to hunt down leo and i just like the first lap was horrible for me Uh, i don't know what was going on had zero energy i was just going backwards and then i kind of regrouped a little bit through kind of that middle section and then um yeah death kind of knocked at the door and i just went backwards very uh very fast but um it was like, it was just so good. Cause like, you know, we raced super league and, uh, we were having so many like good battles and then kind of finishing off at world champs, like just neck and neck again was, was pretty cool. And, um, it just goes, I think goes to show like for the both of us that super league has definitely like shaped our careers. Cause I was the same, you know, like I got 
actually DM'd by Macca after um, Edmonton in 2019 saying, mate, you know, you're an aggressive racer. Come and race. I'm like, oh, sorry, mate. I can't, I can't. I've got, I've got to go back to work on the, la- um, on the digger. <laughs> and I was like, I can't, I can't afford it. And he was like, no, nah, mate, it's all paid for. I'm like, yep, take my money. Well, don't take my money. <laughs> I'll take your money. <laughs> sign me up. Yeah. And then we went to Jersey and then, yeah, that was that. You know, you got you got to race Richard and, and Mario and, and Javier and, and the Brownleys and stuff. And I think, like, I had never done a World Series before Super League, but you pretty much were racing World Series level. And then that year after the Super League in, in Jersey uh, was my first few races in, in the World Series and you kind of felt a little bit more comfortable um, kind of racing those guys because it was just you had that experience. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, couldn't agree more. And yeah, obviously your rise to the top was quite a steep one. Um, and yeah, that's a credit to to Super League and the kind of intense environment it throws you in. It it teaches you to to race with instinct and and adapt to situations. And um, yeah, very underrated. Um, and they're they're doing great um, in the media sphere as well. Um, so yeah, keep it up. Kudos. So like that sh- real short stuff as as you're saying it's your favorite type of racing maddie um is is a is a proper stat that you are the fastest mixed team relayer in the world apparently yeah apparently i won't but to be fair like out of all the super league athletes i feel like you're the hardest to beat because you don't have a weak leg at all it's just impossible for me personally like for alex i know how alex you know how he works we we swim very similar um, I know I have to hurt him on the bike and then, you know, over 1500 meters, more or less, we run very, very similar. It just depends who's got the kick at the end, which Alex Lombard does. Um, but with you, like, you know, yes, you come from a track background. Um, you've got an amazing 1500 2k on you. You're a strong lad on the bike and you can swim. Normally when I try and put 10, 15 seconds into you and blow my ass off, you just swim back into it straight away. <laughs> um, it's just... I just, for me personally, I just have to like go balls to the wall in every single discipline, even like using my strength on the run to try and get a gap. But I know that you'll just bring it back on the swim. But I feel that you are the most kind of like strength based over all three. And I feel like you're just the, the hardest person to beat on, on, on course. And that's not talking out of my ass. That's like proper. I just, I feel like it's very hard to beat you, mate. Thanks, mate. Yeah, I appreciate it. It, it reminds me, like, watching, watching um, Maddie do Super League, it, it reminds me of um, Vincent, when Vincent was, you know, yeah. around and dominating. And I can only imagine that, you know, like, you see Maddie on the World Tour this year, ever since I feel like, you know, you and Hayden absolutely thrashed each other in that Super League. You know, you've you've really risen. It's showing. You just got, what, Australia's first... WTS medal and what since Jake Bird Whistle it's been a fair few years yeah in Leeds I think in Leeds yeah yeah it's been it's been a fair few years and then I think this this Super League season is going to be fucking unreal um you know Alex is committed Hayden's committed you've committed but the band the band is back yeah yeah every everyone's back I think it's going to be <laughs> such a good series to just sit down at two o'clock in the morning <laughs> and uh except Malibu Malibu is <laughs> a better time for you yeah, Malibu's much better. I could actually sit down and have breakfast with that one, but and it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be kick ass. It's gonna be kick ass. I'm looking forward to seeing the old dog Vince back. He's just turned thirty four. Yeah. So it'll be good to see if he's happy birthday. Happy. happy birthday, Vince. Shout out. But um <laughs> Yeah, no, it should be good. As you said, Alex is 
hopefully committed to the to the full season this year. So um, yep. yeah, it'll to have have everyone up front um, vying for a bit of money. Yeah, and it must be um, bloody nice as well as uh, you guys were talking about just before. You know, the French in a couple of races have kind of shown the hand now. You must be sitting there just absolutely licking your lips with that, Maddie, because you're going to be at the front of that race from the swim, <laughs> which means you're going to bike with them. So you must be just sitting there like Merry Christmas. <laughs> yeah, I'll happily, like, I'll, I'll happily join. But, I mean, we saw in Abu Dhabi that I didn't even make a front pack, so um, we'll have to see. Nothing's written in stone. Yeah. Um, they might have an off day. You never know. So I think the worst thing you can do, especially leading into the Olympics, is start trying to predict the race and how things are going to go down because shit yeah. can just put on its head. Well, it was like Tokyo. It was like the first time that it's actually like all come back together, hey? Yeah. Yeah. I remember having discussions, like tactical discussions with the team and we we ran out like so many scenarios and then like it's just, it just did not even come close mm. to what, what we kind of expected. So um, yeah, I feel like if you just, you know, liquid and, and as adaptable as possible leading into to everything, that's, yeah, it's the way to go. And watch, um, watch Christian Blumenfeld not podium in WTS until the, uh, until the, uh, Paris Olympics and he'll go and win hey, it again or need. something. That's all you need. You just, <laughs> just, just like Jan Fredino, mate, like the ultimate one day racer just, just needs to win that, the, just needs to win that one race. Don't need, don't need to win those races in between. Just need to win the big one. <laughs> the, the scariest type of type of athletes, isn't it? So the guys that can yeah. really step up and deliver on the big stage. Um, so no doubt Christian, although you know he's he's somewhat struggled over the past eighteen months to get back into to short course racing. But I have no doubt that you know the athlete he is, and Gustav. To be fair, like I wouldn't be surprised if he um, majorly develops in the next twelve months. Um, yeah. Jack wanting him to to fail and and go to go to Iron Man. Jack's like, a brutal man, mate. It's just absurd. So I'm going to say that Jack. It's just silly. You're not here to defend yourself, so I won't say anything else. I actually uh, forgot to bring it up at the very start. I reckon the um, actual reason why Jack has ghosted us this week is because he knew that Maddie Howes was just coming on the show, and he knows that um, Maddie Howes is statistically the best mixed team relay. Racer in the world, and Jack hates the mixed team relay. He's like, I'm not getting into that conversation. He's like, shouldn't exist. <laughs> he reckons, quote, what, what is it, quote unquote, the worst form of triathlon in the world. He probably cheered when the when the MTR got cancelled in Montreal because of the small gears. <laughs> I don't need to talk about this shit. <laughs> it's like, great, I can take that off record. Wait, didn't even have it on the first place. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. But that actually, guy, the guy, actually, just like, like touching lastly on like mixed team relay and all short course stuff. I remember last year, Matt, it was like Australia uh, was in, you know, we we're in Leeds and you guys were quite far behind the first league. You know, you, I think you, you were feeling a little off and then you're a good, like, I think 15 seconds back on the first lap of the run. So it was a two lap course over 1800 meters. And then literally, like, from being 15 to 10 seconds back, tagging in first. Jeez. I can't that remember. was impressive. I can't remember who it was, <laughs> but coming into T2, um, we had quite a big bike pack. Um, and I was on the right-hand side, and it was quite a narrow transition. Um, so the yeah. bike was out quite a bit. And I had some athlete, I can't remember the country, like just turn in like a sharp right into me. And then I like got caught up with one of the bikes, 
still wrapped in transition. And then so I had to like oh. untangle the handlebars for a good like five, 10 seconds, um, which definitely didn't help the stress levels. But um, yeah. once I closed myself and, and got back to it um, and fed off the Leeds crowd a little bit, that was, that was they, they have some great crowds there. It's a shame that, Ooh, that yeah. uh, again this year, because that was, uh, that was some phenomenal noise out there on the race course. But um, yeah, I mean, you got to do it for the team, right? There's no other option. And you're on the first leg, so you know I feel so like the ashes, mate. Bring it back home, solid. Just humans, mate. You know that's why we're number one in the world, baby. Come on. Just, oh. <laughs> yeah, but who was the first? Who was the first country to win the uh, first Test Championship, Maddie? I know, mate. You guys just have our sloppy seconds, mate. You're only as good as your last Test Champion. <laughs> 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 oh, speaking of the ashes, are actually. Uh, they're about to kick off, so we're recording this on a Wednesday, um, New Zealand Australian time. Uh, that's about to kick off. Predictions for this one? Is it? Is that even a question, mate? Like, have on. you seen how green that pitch is? Yeah, Smudge will just like whip it off his hip. It's all right. We won't get too much bounce. It'll be variable. So no worries, mate. We'll get the dub. Manus is in a world of hurt mm. at the moment. Anyway, you guys are you guys have got to be going for us, right? We're we're trans Tasman, so. No, but half of the um, English set up as Kiwis, so... Yeah, but <laughs> that means they've betrayed us. So do we go for them? We literally yeah, the same flag. Like, we've, yeah, we've true. much got the same flag. Yeah, well, I, I guess in Super League in 29, yeah, 2018, they gave oh, me an yeah. Australian flag. They gave me an Australian <laughs> flag. So back in Super League, they used to put our like our national flags on our, our, on our arm. And uh, I got my... Got my first like Super League kit, and I was like, "Yes, this is awesome." Getting my flag on the side and stuff, like it's cool, proud, and all that. Australian flag. Are you kidding? I did. I did get the red sharpie. It's still at home. I think Mum's still got it in a cupboard somewhere, and it's just yeah. so bogan. It's just the haters done the most shit job. I take it between the lines, Aiden. Between the lines. <laughs> tell you what. Tell you what, mate. Oh, it's such a bogan job. Those, those <laughs> coloring books came in. Any baby. Oh shit. Oh how good, how good. Well, it's been um it's been actually a great little podcast, actually. I've enjoyed the banter. Um yeah, it's been another great episode without Jack. Uh I think it's actually been quite um I think we should just keep it keep it at it, eh? I think so. Yeah, well, that's what he reckons as well. He 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 said today he goes, oh, you guys boys run a better ship than I do. He's been so he's been ghosting the the podcast chat since um, since Roth. You should have seen the state of his like his story. Oh my man, oh man, his like, story. I want our depth of about that. Yeah, like <laughs> he also said that he was going to um, I believe commentate the race, and then he didn't end up commentating, but he ended up posting a story every five seconds uh, about how the race was going. <laughs> Honestly, I, I was I didn't even end. I was like I watched like a wee bit of it, and then I just ended up going through his story just to see how the race was actually progressing because he's thought it all out for me. But mm. yeah, I reckon he's still got a hard on from that, and I still believe to this second that. So, Maddie, a thing that um. We've been having a bit of banter with with them as um, so we can all see each other. A lot of people don't know, but we can actually all see each other. But you you can never see Jack, okay? No. So Literally, me and Hayden have train, never seen like him. Jack. It just says Jack how they Kelly. same with Jack Kelly, and every, we've never seen his episode. face. 
And he has said for the last four weeks that I'm getting a, a, a MacBook soon. I'll be able to speak to you guys. I'll have a camera soon. And then as soon as the MacBook rocks up, he has ghosted us. And I don't think he wants to reveal his identity. No. <laughs> but, uh, love you, Jack. Jack. Jack's a bloody hero for giving us this platform to uh, talk about short course triathlon on his beloved uh, long course triathlon podcast. Tell you what. Anywho, um, yeah, before we wrap up, actually just quickly, like, I think we should respect it and um, congratulate those guys and Roth like that. It was actually insane. I did oh, yeah. I did tune in a little bit. Magnus going to the world's fastest Ironman, um, doing an incredible swim, his best swim he's ever had uh, in front group, and then just demolishing the bike and then pay, well pacing himself, as he said, on the run, or so pacing himself on the bike to then actually have a very solid run at 2.37, but then also Patrick Langer finishing off with a, with a two-hour 30 uh marathon um that's yeah that's um that's insane so that that was actually a really actually a really cool race to watch even the ladies race it was back and forth obviously daniela reef um she's a teammate of mine in the um the bahrain team and uh she also went course record and i think world fastest as well uh which was awesome yep. so yeah Amazing days out there today. I think she Shout won. Shout out to Ben Canute as well. Yeah, by Benny. Benny, he Big was a ben short Canute, course man. What a hero. He's a short course yeah. and a Super League man, and he's. Uh, I think that's his second ever Iron Man. I'm pretty sure. That was insane. Did bloody well. Yeah, look good. Um, just for Jack's purposes, Maddie, um, we've been asking. Uh, we asked Richard Murray last week. Are you going to transition one day to the long course? I was hoping this question wouldn't come out because I was like, Jack's not here, so surely the boys won't want to talk about this. <laughs> Hayden, Hayden brought it up last week, so I thought just for Jack, just to, yeah. Yeah, Philip Australia, and he's probably hoping, yeah. let him down, go on, let him down. Hi, Jack, Matt here. Um, <laughs> I'm a short course athlete, and um, I will be until after Paris, and then we'll see. I might do, I might flirt with a little bit of, little bit of domestic stuff. I'd Rumor yeah. has it Hayden's coming to Hayden's come to Noosa. I know it's not 100k distance, but it's non-drafting. So um, we'll uh, get the we'll TT bikes out, baby. TT bikes out. I do actually have a TT bike. Specialized sorted me out with one. So nice. Yeah, it's pretty slippery. So um, so we'll see. We'll see. But never nice. say. No. You know what they say. <laughs> it's a good thing that the uh, the Kenyans go faster anyway. I hate them. <laughs> <laughs> It is very slippery bike to be fair. I got love for both brands. <laughs> yeah, no, no bridges are sunk. No, no, not about burning bridges, baby. JB is a hero. JB is a, a specialized manager, absolute hero. I saw you had a coffee with him. Is he good? He's well, mate. Yeah, he misses you. He misses you. Misses you badly. So. <laughs> no, he's good. I don't know too many um, good South Africans, but he's he's one. Yeah, of them. yeah exactly. <laughs> Anywho, we'll finish up. Matt, thank you so much for taking the time um, of your busy schedule. I know it was pretty hectic from the Montreal travels. I know a lot of people had some logistics. Um, big shout out to Tommy. I know he had about a uh, a 20-hour travel day in the car because that was, if you've just gone to a story, it was an absolute nightmare. Um, and everyone's losing bikes all over the show with their Canada and stuff. So hopefully everyone gets their bikes back. Hopefully everyone turns up to Leeds in one piece. I not lead Sunderland in one piece. And uh, yeah, as I said, Matt, um, great to have you on the show. I actually might see you on Tuesday because we are heading over for a little triathlon New Zealand open water swim. Um, so I may see you. Um, but um, yeah, 
Thanks for coming on, mate, and taking the time. Hamish, good to see you again. Jack? Yeah. Oh, wait, he's not here, so oh. I hope he's well. <laughs> and it's, it's um, don't worry, mate. It's your birthday tomorrow. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at it. I'm it's, waiting it's for the day. It's my birthday in two hours, or less Beautiful. than two hours, mate. So Better do the bank hey, transfer, cheers, eh? mate. 20, 20, yeah, better do the tra- <laughs> bank transfer. I'll take all of it. Everything you got, I'll take. <laughs> 27 years old. I'm feeling bloody close to 30, and I don't like mm. it. Yeah, well, at least it, well, it's actually funny. Funny fact: it's Ben's my other brother, oldest brother's birthday as well. So my Hamish and my oldest brother Ben, they're born on the exact same date, but different ages. Yeah, two years apart. He's 29. So uh, 29, he's, looking he's, 50 he's with their knocking pole. on that. <laughs> yeah, that poor bastard. Eh? He's got the worst yeah. hairline ever. <laughs> anyway, it's bloody been good, Maddie. Thanks, thanks for being with us today, mate. It's good to um, have some Anzac uh, banter um, going through, and I bloody wish you well for the rest of your campaign. And uh, hopefully, I'll probably actually catch up with you sometime soon because we're either going to be at, well, we're going to be at the Olympics, but we're thinking about coming over to that race in Noosa, so we might see you there as well. Sweet, sweet, would be good, good fun, happy days. Thanks, Jens. Uh, we'll see you in a couple of days, Matt. Sounds good, mate. I see him Bagnoles. Mate, sounds good, mate. Yep. After yourselves, fellas. Yep. Okay, mate. I've been using precision fuel and hydration basically all year now. I was just so sick of not having my nutrition nailed. I'd get this sporadic upset stomach like all the time. There were long rides where I'd finish and my gut would just be no good. Long rides that were the same, if not even worse, to be honest. And my whole time racing, one of my main worries leading up to the race and in the morning of, of the race was just like, how's my gut going to be today? And that's why I made the decision to finally nail it in 2023. And so I tried basically every brand I could find. And after testing everything for a few months, Precision was by far the best brand I tried. Like by far. I never have an upset stomach. I find their products subtle and easy to get down. Um, So yeah, I reached out to them and said, hey, like I love your product. I've been using it for a few months now. It's It's the only brand I want to use. Will you support the podcast? And like luckily they said yes, because if not, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I'd be really, like, I'm just so happy that I get to bring bring like the news to everyone and, and provide a discount code so that you can try it for yourself. So I'm, I'm really stoked about that. My favorite products from, from them are the PF90 gel or the PF60 drink mix, which I've been experimenting with lately and really love. Um, both of those I use on the bike. And then the PF30 gel for long runs or run sessions and the PH1500 electrolyte tablet. I just use all the time. I use it in the mornings or the night before long training days, same like with, with the night before and, and the morning of like um, really hot training days where I've got a bit of training on and I always have it on on like the swim deck for my swim sessions. Um, if you care about your training and, and you want to dial in your nutrition t- too, just trust me, go and try precision fuel and hydration and you'll be like me and you, you just won't go back. You won't use anything else. Use the code HTT23 for 15% off your order at checkout.